Hey, I'm Ingrid Brown, and I am your host for Life on 18 Wheels, presented by WLA Trucking in Mount Airy, North Carolina. Now, most of you might know that Mount Airy, North Carolina is actually Mayberry RFD. And WLA, we are the OGs of Mayberry. So, I want to bring this to you because it's almost Christmas, but things happen at Christmas around the trucking industry that, you know, so many people are touched and so many people know about. My guest today is the amazing and a great friend of mine, Courtney George with Race Across America. Hey, Courtney, I'm glad you're here. I'm so excited to be here. I love talking to anyone from Mount Airy. I know, and that's the thing. Let's listen. This is going to be not just telling about Reese Cross America, but this is girl time. This is girl chat today. So wait a minute. What's your connection to Mount Airy, North Carolina? Mayberry. Well, my mama and daddy are both from there. My grandparents are from there. Um, so I, there's a lot of history. My dad grew up on Main Street. I've walked Main Street for many years. I was baptized in the church in Mount Airy. My sister and I both were. It amazed me because when you and I connected for what we're going to talk about a little bit uh, with Reach Across America, and I looked in your phone number, and then I was like, girlfriend, look, fill me in here. Fill me in. So before we get started, I have a little fun thing to do with you. And that's called Guess What's in My Trailer. So in this WLA truck and trailer here, well, I've gone around the office and found something, the closest thing I could find that fits having you on our podcast today. So, Uh-oh. Courtney, what's in my trailer? Um... I hope that it's something wreath-related. Okay, Maybe. that could be close. I was like, if it's family-related, it's a piece of furniture. You found, like, a small piece of furniture, but... No, that wouldn't be it. Try one out. more guess. Did you put my pen in there for women in trucking? Oh, goodness, it's... Day oh, it's in my bag. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> mm. I went around the offices here at WLA, and I scavenged on desks. Now, I'm going to make this a literally every podcast. My guests are going to be asked, and I'm going around, and I'm going to find what fits there, if it's a nut and bolt from the shop. Are you ready for what's in my truck? I'm ready. All right. Well... My truck comes apart. You can see inside my little sleeper. Yes. So you can see inside. Yeah. But my trailer, in the doors, look what I have. Oh, the peppermint. The peppermint. And of course, the snacks while we're delivering Rees across America. So there you go. So, in the back of my trailer, 
I couldn't think and couldn't find anything else that went Christmas. And I could put this on on a wreath whenever I go and deliver it. When I say I go and deliver it, a lot of people aren't going to understand and know what Wreaths Across America is all about. Can you give us some history of it and what are we doing? What is so, it? So Wreaths Across America is a dream. Um, and, and it started with our founder, Moral Worcester. He was, his family made wreaths. He was a wreath in the wreath making business. Um, one year he had 5,000 extra wreaths and he thought, what can I do with these extra wreaths? 5,000 is about a trailer full. So when he was a young kid, he won a paperboy route to go to Washington, D.C. And so... He's a he's probably one of the most patriotic people you will ever meet, um, and he thought these would be perfect in Arlington. So that happened in 1992 when we took the first load. It was very quietly done and placed by the family, and they rotated. You have to obviously work with you know you can't just show up to Arlington National Cemetery with a trailer. And say, hey, I'm here. I'm going to get put these down. Thanks so much. Um, you know, to work with legislation to be able to do it. And the family did it very quietly for many years. And then about 2006, there was a photo that went viral um, of the wreaths in the white snow. And for wreaths across America being based out of Maine, that's nothing to the people of Maine. To the people of North Carolina, we would still be at home. We would be like, I'm unsure. Um, and what I love about Reads Across America is that picture really made a difference. Um, the chairman of our board, Wayne Hansen, talked about one year he laid the last wreath. And a father was there. And his son was the next one over. And he said, what about my son? And that really was the catalyst to push i know it'll make you cry working at reese across america every day you shed tears of happiness um and you always have these god winks that happen and so for us it became you know a passion that picture really caught on with a lot of people it was you know taken by a reporter and that's when it went viral and so from 2006 when we started, well, 2007 is when we started the 501c3. Flash forward to now, we're going to have over 4,000 locations participating. And that means that there are going to be over 3 million reads distributed this year. That's what? amazing. I, 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 that's speechless. And, you know, I come from the Blue Ridge Mountains in North Carolina, and we, you know, we, we are second in the, in the nation of growing Christmas trees. And, you know, I hauled up into, and I had trees for years, and I just cut the last one, it's like three years ago. And I hauled the Beltway in D.C. And a lot of your Christmas tree stands, if you got them, you see Ingrid and her little Santa hat. But, you know... Three million. Three million wreaths. Okay, so oh, how many? So so wait a minute. Let's get the wreaths and the making of those wreaths 
and let's get it into the trucking shed. So there, there's a couple things, right? So our, our motto at Reads Across America is to remember, honor, and teach. Remember the fallen, honor those who served, and teach the next generation that freedom isn't always free. Our goal as an organization is to one day have a wreath on every veteran's headstone, domestic or abroad. Um, it's a lofty goal, but I think that it is something that we will see in both of our lifetimes. Um, I think that that is huge. And the way that Reads Across America can happen is that by a $17 wreath donation or re-sponsorship, that wreath is sponsored for that veteran. That covers, you know, for the wreath to be made, but also helps, you know, their we have people on salary. We have a whole teach program and curriculum that we have out there for K through 12, um, which, you know, I come from a teaching background. If anybody in Mount Area is there, you probably had Mrs. George. I'm sorry. That was my grandmother or my mother. Um, so then my grandmother not was sorry. We're glad you're here. <laughs> Um, no, they were wonderful. I tell people, I'm like, my grandmother is probably the lady who invented banana pudding. She's just that great. Um, and so she was a home ec teacher at, um, you know, Mount Area Central there. So, and then my mom was teaching. So that's, that's a funny story about it. But being able to take that curriculum and putting it into communities, into schools, is a really important thing for us. The trucking side comes in because the trucking industry has done nothing but back Reese across America. And they do that because so many people in trucking are veterans. So the trucking industry is great. They're the ones who support us. So many members of the trucking industry are former military. So they understand the mission and the cause. Um, I look, you know, so many people coming out of the army, one of the main jobs in the army is logistics or, and, you know, people who do that. And I go, there's no one better to come and work in trucking than people from the military. They operate well under pressure. And sadly, when a truck breaks down, there's a lot of pressure. Um, they know how to handle complicated situations and not lose their cool. That's why we love, you know, veterans in trucking. And so for us, it became this mission that we wanted to make sure we could remember and honor as many deserving souls as we could. And so the trucking industry has been the, the backbone. That's what makes Reeves Across America work. Because if I had to pay for all of the shipping, we couldn't do what we do. We couldn't say, I couldn't stand here and say, we're going to have three million Reeves. Um, cause a lot of people, you know, $17 is something that you can swallow. But if I start saying $30 a wreath, people are not as willing, you know, to potentially, uh, and I'm just pulling that out of air, right? That that's a little bit harder to swallow. So for $17, you can still feed your family with that. Um, and so the trucking industry has been behind us from the get-go um we've got so many amazing partners we have over 400 partners that are going to help us deliver 700 loads 
Wow. You know, here's an amazing story about that is to me, to hear. And this is a part I want everybody to hear about is what happens in Maine and how this goes all the way across the country, but also the parade down to Arlington Cemetery. This is something I want to one day get to be. I want my name on the list. I want my name on the list. I, I can put your name on the list. We'll do that. Most people don't know that there is a list. There is, we have rotating spots for Arlington. Um, and we do that because there are so many people who want to be involved. And we want them to have a chance to come into Arlington. I don't just want to say, hey, I don't have that, but, you know, maybe you can haul load here, right? That's not what you want to do. Um, and people have personal connections. I mean, there's stories that I hear every year. Um, so I'll start with Maine. Maine is where we are headquartered. We have over 66,000 acres out in Maine where we tip trees. So you reference North Carolina and the trees. We're used to the trees looking kind of like a triangle. Ours are tall and skinny because we tip in three years of growth um, every time we tip and then it rotates. Every single tree out there gets, you know, they are, it's hand fertilized each year, which is crazy to think about. Um, so we tip the trees. We have a manufacturer up there um, and they make the wreaths for us. It is a 24-7 um, plant that basically runs making wreaths. They've already started. Um, side note is that load one left last week while we were at Women in Trucking. Um, the wreaths that were, were going to go to Guam and Hawaii have left. Um, so hold, it's really... Hold, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. You just said Guam and Hawaii. What besides the 48, 49 states? Wait a minute. Where are these going? And then we're going to get into they've already started. Yeah. So we deliver into all 50 states. Plus we do Puerto Rico. We do Guam. Um, we do the U.S. Virgin Islands. We do Guantanamo Bay. Um, Pre-COVID, we did Normandy, Luxembourg, and Belgium. Our goal next year is to be able to go back to some of those same locations as well as two or three in the UK. Um, we, you know, we're working really hard. Yeah? You're ready? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, now we've... Wow. Okay. Now we have, I didn't know all of this. And you know, even though I read a lot and I, I always keep checking because I like to see your sponsor, you know, transportation and I like to see the new pictures are up for but that was that that's news to me right there. Um, okay. So the first load left last week. Yes. Um, we are really lucky that we have not at, reads get to places by trucks. I, I call it the planes, trains, and automobiles um, because they go on, some go on planes. A lot of them are going to go on ships. So Hawaii, Puerto Rico, Guam, and Alaska will actually go by ship. 
Wow. Okay, how many can you put on a ship? I know. I know. That's crazy. That's cool. I mean, that's like how much more to the heart and how much more is transportation a part of America and internationally? Internationally. Yeah. It is the heart of what we do at Reese Across America because without the transportation industry, none of this would happen. And without partners working together, I've watched LTL companies say, I need to get this load. I'm trying to get it from Fife, Washington over here into North Dakota and LTL carriers that have taken it cross docked at next company that they interline with. Um, just to make it happen, we we get a bunch of reeds into Texas, take it to a cross dock, and then load it on horse trailers. Um, and they are delivered via horse trailer because that's the best way that we can get the reeds in safely. Um, a truck can't get into one specific cemetery, and so it is it is amazing to watch how transportation people work together and solve problem solve really um there's no hurdle too big that they're not willing to roll up their sleeves and say hey let's you know when i'm like hold on let's think through this we got a minute let me look at the aerial view um and understanding you know my trucking safety and recruiting background kind of kicks in for a minute um and so being able to go from Maine, you know, and having a driver who comes up, we have this rock star driver's lounge when they come in. Um, they get to come check in. I've got a pool table. I've got a big screen. Tyson's is awesome. They send up their cook team for us. Um, so the drivers have three hot meals a day. We've got laundry facilities. I've got three showers um, and restrooms that are you know, designated anybody can use. And then I have one strictly for females. So that's something that we took from women in trucking and put in, you know, a restroom and shower specifically just for females to come up because we're seeing more females, which makes me happy and seeing more female veterans. Um, one of the female veterans in the convoy, Patrice Cook from Schneider, um, is... She's just amazing, um, and she's so excited to be able to be in the convoy this year. Um, so our drivers come in. They check into the driver's lounge. We get them loaded from there. As long as they have time, we spend a lot of time. We we in transportation talk about the final mile. Everybody talks about that, how it's really cool, all of this. Well, the first mile to me is the most important. Their experience when they come to mate is what matters to me. So for a driver, I want them to be able to come in and see, they get to go and see how the wreaths are made. They get to take a tour of our tip land. Um, those 66,000 acres that I talked about earlier, they get to go out there. They also have the ability, if they put the information in online ahead of time, can place a dog tag out in our tip land. Um, we have over 18,000 dog tags out there right now, which is amazing. 
because that's really a living memorial um, out there. And so, you know, they can choose for the tree to be tipped or not tipped. Um, but we, we spend a lot of time. So they get to see where the balsam is harvested. They get to see the whole production line. Um, they can place a dog tag out there. They can come through our headquarters where we have a mini museum. Um, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff that we do up there in Maine. Um, you know, we even have some, you know, I will call Tony Justice a professional singer as well as Long Haul Paul that come up and haul a load. Um, and every now and then you can get them to pick up their guitars and sing a little bit for us, which is great. Um, it's really a sense of community that we have in the driver's lounge and in the trucker's lounge. Um, that is the heart of Reese Across America. I watch Moral, our founder, and Karen, our executive director, who are down there talking to drivers all the time, wanting to know about them, where they're from, where they came from, thanking them. Um, we have so many drivers who work for carriers or our owner ops, and they are there wanting to just be a part of it. And that is it just means so much um you know i can't thank people enough for their spirit of generosity um and you know for the fact that they they want to give back and they want to thank a veteran and you know to we just had veterans day and a lot of people say thank you for your service we say that but also thank you for our freedom absolutely absolutely is there like, do you have, when you go to the West Coast, when you go to the South, is there certain, are those shipped out the earlier and then the closer ones to Maine go out later? How, how does yeah. that work? Absolutely. So right now I am loading loads as we speak to go out on intermodal out to the West Coast. So we're going to put a lot of loads out there. Um, I actually have three cross docks in Phoenix. Um, so I got to give a huge shout out to the moving and storage industry um, for allowing us to one cross dock, helping us cross dock. Um, and they predominantly have been our cross docks on the West Coast. Um, so We've got, like I mentioned, three out in Phoenix, one in San Jose, and one in Fife, Washington. Um, we've also got a cross dock there in St. Louis. That is my largest cross dock. Because um, I realize that there are carriers and and people out there that want to haul reefs, but maybe don't want to have to get permitted, permitted to go to Maine. Um, that they predominantly operate in this area. So I can do that. There's a load for you. We can make that happen. Um, and so we we kind of work through that. We do the same thing, you know, down south, right? It's going to take you, a th it's a three-day transit time down to Florida. Well, a lot of Florida carriers are permitted to come to Maine. They don't want to. Um, you know, I'm lucky, and I tell people, for Florida, I'm really lucky if they, you know, get permitted to North Carolina, so maybe they pick up in our cross dock at NFI there in Charlotte, or maybe they pick up in our cross dock at Tonal Transportation in 
you know, Jackson, Mississippi, we have a way for people to participate. That's what I love about our program and what we do. So one of the neatest things that happens is we have a convoy that leaves and leaves from Maine and goes all the way and is police escorted all the way into Arlington. Um, that's one of the longest convoys that happens in the country and probably one of the largest. Um, so we convoy out of Maine and make a week worth of stops where you can go and see, you know, we're going into schools, we're talking at VFWs, we are making stops throughout, spreading the message, sharing the mission with so many people. And then all of these trucks, all, there are about 66 that go into Arlington every year. Um, those trucks all meet in one place and then are convoyed into Arlington on such sacred ground. We, we love being able to see our trucks go in there, be able to see them park. Um, there's a dinner the night before that all of the drivers attend. And it's just really something special because you get to see everything come full circle. You see the drivers, you see the gold star families, um, you see, you know, companies who have supported us and understand the mission. You see veterans. And so everyone, when you put everyone together, it really, it really embodies what our mission is on the remember, honor, and teach. So that's something that's really cool. It's like the eighth wonder of the world to go see Arlington. I love Arlington. I love it. I was, was stationed up at Quantico and um, I love Arlington. I love it. I mean, it was like, just to go sit on the steps and watch, watch the changing of the guards and just the quiet peace. And then, you know, your heart, whenever there would be a ceremony and a loss of a, a, a veteran. And, you know, it just is a special place, a place that I don't think I've ever, as many places I've been in this country and out of this country. There's no other place I've ever stepped foot on the grounds that I've ever felt it grab my heart and there's a sense of peace. And I'm looking forward to that. I I I I'm, it, I'm gonna is, go to Arlington. In the it meantime. Is really, it is really cool. And look, what I love about Arlington is is that, you know, you'll see anywhere between Thirty to 60,000 people descend on Arlington. Um, and even cooler is that you see, you know, we have Supreme Court justices that come out and lay wreaths. You have Congress, you know, people from Congress. You have, you know, people from the Senate. And they all come to Arlington and they just show up as somebody who just wants to lay a wreath because they know that the VIPs that are there are either interned or they're the Gold Star families. I know we talk, I mean, we, we know how the heartfelt of Arlington is. I want to jump up into something that, um, God, I could go so many places with this with you and race across America. Um, I want to jump in to the fact that we'll be loading one of these, actually two of these, two Two, WLA Inc. Trucking will be joining Reach Across America this year. And we are going to be loading two loads 
we're going to be heading to sunny Florida. So I'm going to let Courtney kind of fill you in uh, where we're going. I'm so excited. One of your one of your trips is going to Jacksonville. Yes. Yes. And I'm actually going to be going down with this load. So I'm excited about this. So tell us a little bit how this is gonna work for me. And I'm actually coming with another veteran and uh an amazing uh, gentleman that drives for us. So we're gonna bring this on down and go ahead and tell us a little bit about what what are we doing what what do you have to look forward to so it'll be something that i will tell you will be life-changing um for you for the veteran um delivering into jacksonville when you and i first talked i felt like it was really important to get wla on a load that would give you the sense and feeling of a convoy similar to arlington um, and Jacksonville does that. We have several large national cemeteries throughout the country. You get that in Jacksonville. You get that in Houston. They're working on it in Riverside, Abraham Lincoln, um, Long Island National, where the trucking companies are really at the forefront. And for Jacksonville, having two, you know, naval bases there, you've got NAS Jacks. Um, and then, you know, Mayport there. But also, trucking is so vital there in Jacksonville that everyone knew how important it was. And there were so many wreaths coming to Jacksonville. There's only one simple way to do it. It's to bring the trucks in, unload them while they're there. So they, y'all will get there the night before. There will be a convoy in. You will get to see the wreaths offloaded. You'll get to see people weigh them. You'll also get to weigh them. Um, there should be a wreath on the front of your truck. I tell everyone to cut it off and go and find somebody special. Um, and you really get to take part of that mission with you. You know, we ask everyone when they place a wreath to please say the name. Now, it's often said that a person, when they die, they die twice. Once when they take their last breath. And the next time when their name is said last. Um, and so when you place that wreath and you place it just below a person's name, because you're never supposed to block that on the headstone, you place it just below that and you say their name and you thank them and, you know, you're thanking them for their service because they have done something. Many people tremendously have given up their life for us and for our country. And maybe they didn't give it up in war, but they somehow were affected, Right. Um, and so they serve the country. They deserve this honor. And Jacksonville is a great epitome of what Reese Across America is. Getting the community in Jacksonville and the surrounding areas involved. Making sure that every single driver, because most of our drivers are veterans. Making sure that those drivers feel amazing. The, the work that they're doing, the you know, load that they're hauling, they know that that's one of the, basically the most precious load they're going to haul. It touches, really, really touches home. And, um, you know, my dad's a vet. Of course, you know, he's up in the top of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, and even though I didn't go in the Army, I went in the Marine Corps, you know. Um, 
<laughs> they needed a few good women. Um, so, you know, but um, it's just, just unreal of, of the people you don't realize that you would know that are that are buried in military cemeteries and and without this program, Courtney, I don't want to say they would be forgotten, but it's so hard sometimes for a family to get to them, especially whether it's Veterans Day or whether it's Christmas or whether it's, you know, time of remembrance. The holidays are hard, right? The holidays are really hard. You're you're pulled then you don't have time off you have saved all your time off to be able to go i've got to go to my wife's family my husband's family i've got to get to my sisters i've got to do all of that and so this program allows people to sponsor grace specific wreaths right so you know even if you can't get there to lay a wreath for your loved one you know that someone has laid that wreath for them and you get a picture of it yeah, exactly. And, and you know, just like with Bobby and Steven's grandfather, you know, at, at it's, a, it's Bay Pines, right? Uh, Over it? at St. St. Petersburg. Yeah. 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 To say it, uh, you know, even with the grandfather, and, and once we found out we were going to be making two trips down, um, it's that time that we can actually take part of the family of the post family down and not just acknowledge his grandfather but those that families that are right there that you know still give and do but it's huge i'm so excited and i'm going to be taking this podcast along with me because i think if there's anything i want to document for everybody that can't be there but for myself and for my family and and for those and like you said to educate to teach to you know transfer down is to be able to take that and the post family and give back because they're giving themselves i mean the two trucks that are going down and i guess everybody needs to understand you know these are volunteer trucks these are volunteer drivers these are volunteer because it's a passion and it's a care and it's an honor and i'm just speechless whenever i start watching this from last year and 2008 and seeing the picture that actually went out because i remember it i remember it when it went out and it if it doesn't touch you you ain't got a heart bottom line it doesn't and what i tell everyone is you're gonna lay a wreath and you're not gonna know who you laid it for and one of the most rewarding experiences as a location coordinator and i i do a location up and i do long island national um mm-hmm. is to be able to stand there and watch and this family come in and tell everyone about their loved one afterwards that is so special so neat um i think for any family or anyone that experiences it 
not just to lay that wreath, but to find out about the loved one, that's huge. I keep looking at markers and I keep looking at headstones and I keep listening to the stories that Bobby's told about crying when they first started trying to find his grandfather's grave. Um, it was unreal of how many rows and numbers and 26,000 veterans are, are in the cemetery. There's so many that are out there that I guess you can't say really unknown but those that don't have anyone, those that were left behind alone. And those are the ones that it really, really, really touches my heart to know that somebody cares. Somebody made that contribution, somebody donated, and somebody is remembering that they mean something to us. And I really believe the fact that those God winks they know that 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 they're being thought of. I I I just know it. I mean, it's it's there. It it happens every day. And so, you mentioned the forgotten, and that's you know that's not something lost on any of us. I think, you know, we learned a lot from Vietnam, right? Of people who came home, um, or people who didn't come home, and because it was so unpopular that you know they weren't allowed to be welcomed home. Um, that's part of, you know, the specialness of Reese Across America. We have been given the honor from, you know, our, from the White House to officially welcome people home. So as we have our mobile education exhibit that travels the country, and they officially welcome home Vietnam veterans every single day. Um, and we'll pin them and to do those things so they know that they are not their service was not in vain so they know that they are remembered um it, it's pretty special you know something else that that i've really really seen and and is how many veterans show up to ladies and how many are there for families and are in you know they literally give their time and they're there. doesn't matter if they don't lay a wreath. It just, I mean, they're the pictures and, and watching. I'm telling you, I am so stoked for this. And, and it, you know. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we're going to have to wrap this up here. And I'm not wanting to. But, but the thing is, is we're going to be back at this. So, that's going to be the good thing. Here's what I'm going to tell you about the veterans. It is. It's very healing for them. I got I got caught, right, because I watched. I was in Richmond. I couldn't get out because of snow, but I knew I could get between Richmond and D.C. and could get out on Sunday, and they said, go ride in with the driver. And this, this was about 2008, 2007, and I got out of, I got out of the truck and was not prepared to see a gentleman coming from Walter Reed in his motorized wheelchair going to a mass grave. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, and had to get back into the truck because I was like, oh, I don't want to cry in public. Um, but to this day, it's still something that gets me. Um, and I watch veterans, you know, I do, I've mentioned Long Island because that's 
that's where I've gone and that's where I've been volunteering, you know, working as a co-location coordinator and a location coordinator and watching these veterans that will come out. They don't care how cold it is and they don't care if it's raining and they don't care any of that. They want to be there. And what really spoke to me was our troops didn't have the option to come out, whether it, we want to wait till the weather is perfect. No, they came out that day. They didn't care. They didn't, you know, they want to be there. They're always there for wreath retirement. They're the first people there. They're the last one to, to leave. And they want to talk to people and they make sure that they show these children and they hand out wreaths so that everyone, instead of them laying a wreath, they'll give it to somebody else so that they have that experience. And that speaks volumes about the veterans in our country. It makes you speechless. It honestly makes you speechless. Um, now, we'll be loading in Greensboro. We're going to be cross-docking. And we'll be loading two trucks. And we'll be going to Jacksonville. And the other one will be... There's several stops on that one. Yep, there are several yep. stops on that one going down into Florida. So Florida's a hot market for us. Um, I can understand why the weather is normally far better than what it is in Maine. Um, they joked. They made fun of me last week because they were like, Courtney, it's already snowing. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I love well, snow. You know me, I love Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I like snow, but not when I have to drive in it. I have no idea. I'm from North Carolina. Like, we're not prepared for that. <laughs> this is true. Unless you come up to my house to Boone and then you can get the snow and the snow. But there you go. You know, uh, we're going to load going down. And like I said, I'll be on the Jacksonville load. And then we have a second load. Now, at the actual declaration or the actual declared day is December 16th at noon, yes. correct? Yes. December 16th at noon is when they will happen. Noon Eastern time. So it'll be noon Eastern time, 11 Central, 10 Mountain, 9 um, West Coast time. And so the goal is that every single one of us, all 4,000 locations, has a ceremony and this all happens at the same time. And this is a date that has to be approved by Congress. It is National Reads Across America Day. So it's something really special that second or third Saturday every December. I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, it has been such a joy meeting you and spending time with you. You know, we got to do that at Accelerant in Dallas last week. And I can't say, I, I literally, hey, hold up. If we could have scratch and sniff, y'all would be jealous. Because this little thing right here, she had a big one, but I couldn't get on my luggage. So, I, yeah, this thing right here smells like a wreath. It smells like a Christmas tree. That's that's my shit pillow. And it's with me all the time now. So, yes, Courtney has goodies. That is special because that is made from the trimmings of the balsam trees. And so it is ground up. And I, and I tell everyone, I might just, if you think the smell is not good, just wiggle it around just a little bit. 
and it stays so fragrant. Um, and you have your own piece of Maine and, you know, everyone that gets to come up, you know, gets to experience it. But for you, Ingrid, you get a, you have a piece of Maine that's always in your heart year round. Absolutely. And I'm going to be, I'm going to tell you what happened. I put this in my carry on, on my backpack. Okay. Uh, coming back, flying back from Dallas, um, Wednesday. So I'm sitting there and I've got this young gentleman beside of me and an older gentleman beside of him. And I got my backpack sitting there and I'm, you know, I have to carry snacks. So this guy goes, God, it smells like, like a tree or the younger gentleman. And the older one said, no, that smells like a Christmas tree. And I'm like, hanging in it to him and I'm like this is why and then I got to tell him the story about Raised Across America and uh so it was it was really you know so thank you I cherish this cherish this stays in my backpack it goes with me and sits by my bed it comes to work it's with me everywhere so if you have not heard of Raised Across America I hope you have listened to this podcast and I hope you will go Google, find it. And, you know, if you aren't available to be around one of the locations on December 16th at noon, Easter Standard Time, figure it out for all the other time frames because you got that. <laughs> if you're not available, you know, stop and just think. There are three million wreaths going down to say thank you and remember those that have lost their lives, given their lives, and sacrificed not just their life, but they sacrificed family, friends, loved ones. I mean, it, it, you know, the future, everything, just so we could have our freedom. So, Courtney George, you're an amazing lady, and I am so blessed to know you and I call you friend. And so many people in this country are so blessed for you to be in their lives. Because even though they may not know your face or know your name, everybody knows that there's somebody behind this that makes this happen. And you, my dear, are that lady. Thank you for your kind words. I am very honored to be a part of this mission and to help push it forward each and every day and year and look forward to the growth that we have every single year. Um, I, I can't wait till we have that day where we have a wreath for every single veteran. That's amazing. And, you know, I want to say on behalf of WLA, we are so honored and thank you for making us a part of this year's Wreath Across America and you know, we just want to make sure that we make the veterans proud. We want the families proud. We want them to know that we're doing this because we care. And because, just like I said, the post-grandfather's right. You know, he, he's just a large part of this. So, you know, the Mount Airy proud. But um, thanks again. And girl, we gone. We are going to, I mean, let me tell you, when y'all see the podcast, when I go to Jacksonville, I'm going to be like a little kid, of course, and, you know, until the time of the reverence. And the thing is, is there's joy in this, but the reverence in it 
is what's already hitting my heart. So at this time, Miss Courtney George, I'm going to tell you that I will see you soon. And you're very dear to me. And I want to say thank you to WLA for Life on 18 Wheels and presenting this podcast. And it's an honor for me to be able to bring to you Reach Across America. Have a great day. And don't forget your prayers. Mm-hmm.